Hi, y'all. What's up, y'all? It's Kayla. It's Camry. And we are back for another episode of Wholesome Black Girl Podcast. We are back. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. I just found out some information before we started filming, but we're going to get into that later. Okay. <laughs> well, let's let's start out with what we always start out with, life be life in. It's the same shit for me. Life's still whooping my ass. Um, I be a depressed bitch sometimes. Still poor. Um, and inflation is also whooping my ass. That's all I got for real. I don't think I have anything else. I mean, same. Poor. Really craving a cheeseburger from McDonald's. I know that sounds really crazy, but. That yeah. does sound crazy coming from you. <laughs> I really want. That's what I want. So. Yeah, but my life be life in um, it's the same shit, y'all. Different day, same shit, <laughs> same shit. Day. I know y'all probably get tired of us every week when we do our life be life. We finally make it. We not gonna talk about being broke no more. I promise. But what's a real shit? For right now, we's broke as a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? <sighs> Poor. I'm a struggling creative. Oh, Actually, also, I don't even want to be a part of that scene, but we'll talk about that later. Also, shout out to Lair. Shout out us. to him. Shout out to Lair. So he called us. Well, he called Cam earlier today, but you be forgetting we got jobs, nigga. <laughs> um, he called Cam earlier today. We called him on our way over here, and um. You know, he just spoke life into us, so we are no longer addressing any of you whack ass, stupid ass, dumb ass, can't read a book ass. Oh yeah, he told me to stop. He told me to stop. <laughs> he Basically, said he told me he said stop. He said stop. He said stop. But you whores are still stupid, and y'all are liars. Yes, but shout out to Lur and shout out to Lionel too. I feel like they are big brothers in potting. Like they really they have our best interests at heart. About us. I hope so. I hope they look at us like little sis, you know? But it's really nice having that kind of, like, guidance. Um, having yeah. somebody to go to when it comes to this pod and shit. Like, and shout out to them because they was just on Don't Call Me White Girl. Yeah, Don't play like, with them. <laughs> I am so happy for them. I am so proud of them. Like, that really, like, inspired us for mm-hmm. real, for real. Um, Damona, if you ever... <laughs> we ever see this? Hey, girl. We up next. We really are. We gonna be um, on your podcast next year, Demona. That's really a manifestation right there. Mm-hmm. Next year we gonna be on Don't Call Me White Girl podcast. Yes, because we really love you and we have a lot of questions. We really do. We got a lot of questions. We also need you. some guidance from a real, real, real ass Philly bitch. So. For real. Mm-hmm. I promise you. I know. I seem suburban. <laughs> And I am. <laughs> but I need your guidance. <laughs> so, like, yeah, shout out to you. You're so shout beautiful. Shout out to Demona. I love her. I do, too. I've been watching her since, like, since the very beginning. Me like, too. before the podcast shit, all that. Mm-hmm. Million dollars worth of game shit. Like, yes. your journey has been beautiful to see. It really has. Yeah. It really has. I've been following her since the, um, is your pussy pet ready? Yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. Remember that video with the cats? Yes. 
Oh my gosh, do you still do you still have them shirts? I yo. Do you still have them shirts? I never yo, got to buy one. For real. Do you still have that? Yo, oh my gosh, bro. Like <laughs> I love her so I love much. her. It's just dearly. so I love seeing like watching people like gradually like just get to the top. Like I love it so much. She for on BET now, like at the award shows. I love it. I love it. And what really makes me happy is to see someone who really got it out the mud authentically. Because Don't let say me that because you you're gonna get people uh, mad. You're gonna get people mad, Kella. Okay, so I'm still gonna get mad. <laughs> I don't care about them getting mad for real because on some real shit, it's like I was talking to my mom about this today mm-hmm. too. I was like, yo, like sometimes I get distur- discouraged. Sometimes I really be like, well, maybe we should just put our money where our mouth is and buy the likes, buy the engagement, <laughs> do all this extra shit to get seen, you know, backdoor people, you know, do that shit for real. Like, and then act like the victim. <laughs> like, I feel like we should be doing that. And then I real I remember that I was raised to be integral. First of all, I went to Germantown Friends. That's a Quaker school. Mm-hmm. We ain't believing that. Okay, we were so Quakerly we didn't even play football because it was a contact sport. <laughs> okay, so I don't believe in vi- well. I mean, I probably lied about that part. I do believe in violence. Whoop that nigga ass. Whoop that bitch ass if you have to. But, on, like, I don't believe in doing things without integrity. It even felt weird when we were, like, boosting posts for real. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, y'all yeah, a hoe. Like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like, I felt like a hoe-ass nigga. Right, <laughs> right, right. Even though, like, those tools are there to help. Help, yeah. I really did feel like a bitch. Right, right. But you know what? We, and we've said this in previous episodes, but I really love the fact, like, it makes me appreciate where we are now so much, like, so much more. Because, like, we really started out doing, like, kind of, like, old school kind of branding, like, with the business cards, the flyers, hanging the and flyers up. And we still going to do that shit. Yeah, we still going to do that shit. Like, we really did not boost posts. We really didn't, like... We didn't do a whole bunch of other stuff that yeah, a lot of other po- uh, podcasters are we doing. Studied no algor- we studied algorithm. We find out when's the best time to post and yes. all that other stuff. Like, yes. We really do this shit mm-hmm. out we the really mud. Do it. It's just us two. We don't it's have just... any meetings with other people. Yeah. It's just text messages at 11.30 a.m. I'm scared to say this desk. now because you know they're going to they gonna think we throwing shade still. So. It's not even about shade. It's really about us finally it's giving ourselves it, it's giving us the props that we really deserve the both of us are very hard workers just naturally like that's just how we do mm-hmm. and we talked you talked about this on previous episodes where you don't even celebrate yourself because it's true. just like on to the next thing that and is it's true. like you you struggle with that and i struggle with perfectionism mm-hmm. i'm like i have to do more i have to be more i have to i have to get something yeah like, I don't, I I talk about this all the time. Like, I, even my mom, who's, like, one of my biggest inspirations, she's like, I, I love what you're doing, but I really am not going to see it as something until y'all start making money off that shit. Mm. And so now, like, my mom puts batteries in my back. And people are like, oh, your mom is probably so, uh, no. 
everything that I've ever gotten for myself is because she's like, more. You can do more. More. You can be more. Mm-hmm. Do more. Be more. She's like the Deion Sanders of my and life. And you need that push sometimes because you can get stuck and just like... Complacent. Yeah, or just mediocrity. Like, you get stuck in that shit. Exactly. And the thing is, like... I, I know that my mom wants me to be great mm-hmm. because in her own right, she she was great. She is great. Like, Miss Girl is, re- like, really got herself through college. Mm-hmm. Like, she she was working 3 to 11, waking up, going to class, commuting an hour and a half to Westchester for years. Like, my mom really, my mom really did that shit so I could live comfortably. I was even talking to my boyfriend and I was like, oh yeah, shit, blah, blah, blah. Like the pandemic, everybody was kind of complaining about that shit, but I never, I, I didn't have that experience. I was home. I was shit. going to school. I wish I could relate to that. Like <laughs> I have, I. I had to want for nothing. Like, everybody was like, oh, this did this to me and all that other stuff. And I was like, oh, it was just like me being home. Right. Right. And I know that's a direct reflection of the life that my mom set up for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, shout out to, shout out to motherfucking Charlotte, Charlotte <laughs> baby. Because I was able to, like, figure myself out. Mm-hmm. Like, I could focus on school, go to sleep. Take care right. of my grandma. Talk to my mama. Like, it was just me just being home. Yeah, that's a that's like a privilege that a lot of people wish they had. So I don't think you should ever be ashamed of that, like, ever. Like, I, I wish that was the case for me, but it wasn't. I'm, I was just like, the pandemic really just made me struggle. Um, I'm still recovering from the pandemic, honestly. A lot of people are. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people really talk about that everybody thinks everyone is like living normal right now but there was just a study that said like even people that's making like uh six figures a year are still struggling yeah because they still have to like it says it was like 67 percent of people living in america are living paycheck to paycheck because like inflation Mm -hmm. because of the pandemic these businesses are trying to get their money back they are they really are. They're it's trying to brutal get their money out here. back. It is brutal out here. Um, that's why some of like, even some of like the dating talking points that they be having on Twitter and shit, it just be confusing because like a lot of us are broke. So it's just like, what are we really saying for real, for real? And but, I have the luxury to make stupid ass decisions like I've been making. Mm-hmm. And my mom just be like, ah, I wish you didn't do that. Right. Like, Right. I and that's great because mm-hmm. people always talk about how niggas just be normal and even like Kevin Samuels talking points like you just going to be average. My mom's average made me comfortable. So mm-hmm. I'll never I'll never sit there and try to disrespect my mom for the decisions that she made in fucking 80, 1980, my nigga right. like uh, uh, like I'm here to build on top of that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom always preached to me, like, I want you to give yourself, when you get older, give yourself what I've given you at least, minimum. Mm-hmm. At the minimum, give yourself what I've been able to afford you or more. Right. So it's like, it's like reach for the stars. This mm-hmm. was my mom's stars. 
Period. I just I just blinked out for a second, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> so like on some real shit, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's something that you should definitely take pride in. Like, I wish that you know, I wish that I could live with my mom still and it not be an issue. Like, I wish I could live with my mom and not really like pay rent or not as mm-hmm. not as much as I'm paying now. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that um my mom was able to. And I'm not sharing my mom at all whatsoever. I'm just saying, like, I wish that, you know, I grew up in a household where, like, we didn't have to struggle for shit. Like, I wish that was the case for me. Because I feel like I probably would have came out so much differently. But, hey. (laughs) And even in that, it's just like, even in that, there's a blessing in how you see life, though. Mm -hmm. Because. Recently, my mama told me I need to get my life together and I need to be out. Miss Charlotte not playing. She said, I'm retiring. I'm tired. I want a nigga and I want you out my house. <laughs> <laughs> and so. But at least you could stay for as long as you stayed. Like, you know, a lot of people don't have that. For they real. And like, you know, my mom and I. Ah, wow. That's a real. It's a real crazy ass relationship. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like my mom is giving me a year. Some niggas got 30 days. Yep. Real shit. That's facts. Some niggas have effective immediately. Yep. Exactly. And at at its core, I'ma always be grateful for that the life that my mom has granted me. And I'ma up it. I'ma just up it. And I have I have Camry to up it with. Clear your schedule oh, for shit. Thanksgiving, nigga, because you going, you coming to Thanksgiving. <laughs> I definitely am, yo. <laughs> so, do you want to get out of our life be life then and talk about other things? Yeah. Okay, y'all. So, oh, we didn't even talk about our experience what? at CultureCon. That could be- oh yeah, CultureCon was so it was fun. I really liked it. I feel like we was able to network. I feel like I picked up a lot of different gems from different creatives that are like in the industry, especially with the panels. Um, we met Scotty great. Beam, my we nigga. Beam. We met Scotty Beam. Shout out to Scotty Beam. Uh, Kayla, tell them about that. Tell them about how that came about. Okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> we kind of rolled up on Baby Girl. We really did. We was, we, I was like... Yep, I said, yo, yo, there she go, there she go. Because we was going to leave there with something. We was leaving there with something. We was leaving there with something. Okay. So, oh, man, I hate fucking talking about this type of shit because... Never mind. <laughs> anyway, we rolled up on her. I was like, Scotty, Scotty. And she didn't hear us because it's a lot going on and she is a celebrity. So, Camry was like... I tend <laughs> Hey, girl. And we were like, we love your work, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Don't really remember the conversation because I was about to piss myself the entire time because mm-hmm. I just really, really, really love her. Yes, I love her too. And she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. And I just feel like, shout out to you. She had them tooth gems and her teeth was beautiful and she just fine as hell. Thick as fuck. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that part because my coochie's getting <laughs> But she was like, oh my gosh, you guys are so beautiful. Scotty yes. Beam called me beautiful and she hugged me and she kissed me on her cheek. Period. Well, she kissed me on the cheek. 
Period. So she was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You I guys gave her so our cool. cards. Yes, we gave her a card. And she read it. She said, is your coochie on? <laughs> is on your prop- coochie under great management? She's like, what does that mean? Am I managing the coochie? He said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I really love this. This is so cool. Hopefully she tunes in. Let's pray about it. Let's pray. Dear universe and God, because me and Cam believe in two different things. So we talking to both of y'all. That is funny. <laughs> Please allow Scotty Bean to actually use the QR code and mm-hmm. and interact with our um interact with our content. Also, um, I told my boyfriend about this and he said that she's going DM us to work. So, yeah, do that, too. In the name of Jesus, the universe, and everything in between. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we got to post that on the- <laughs> We got <laughs> to <gotta> clip that. <laughs> Scotty, if you seeing this, I hope you check us out. Please. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. You won't. You won't be disappointed. The episode that I do suggest, I feel like you should watch We All Want to Be Pixies. I feel like you should watch that. And the episode with Lauren Lionel. Love Letter to Harlem. I yeah, feel like you should watch this. You should watch two. that. You know? Um, but yeah, like, I was so excited to meet her. I was just, like, so starstruck. You know when she was talking to me, she kept looking at my neck, too. Oh, yeah, because you had a hickey. I had a hickey on my neck, but I didn't, like... <sighs> so when I woke up that morning, I realized that I had a hickey. But then, like, when I left the house, I, I forgot all about it. So when we're talking to these people... They're looking at my neck. And I'm like, what the fuck are they looking at? And then I, it came to my head. I'm like, oh, shit. I got a hickey on my neck. Um, but I didn't really, like, remember that I had it on my neck until that guy came up to us and was like, you wild. Shout out to you. <laughs> niggas was actually, like, recognized us. No, niggas, for real. Niggas actually recognized us. And that's so crazy because, mm-hmm. well, we'll get into, like, how we, the other things that we felt. Mm-hmm. But keep going with your story. But this nigga came up to me and he was like, Yo, y'all got that podcast. Y'all was on the joint with Lauren Lionel, right? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, you wild for that. He pointed to my neck and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, wait, I got a hickey on my neck. Shout out the tribe. But I was like, I got a hickey on my neck. (laughs) Yes, Quest. Shout out to you, nigga. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. But, Scotty, if you see my hickey, I promise it don't got nothing to do with, like, I'm still a great person. She is grown, Cam. You know. I'm sure Scotty be out here like, you know, doing her thing. So I'm sure she understands. She gets she gets me. <laughs> so yeah. Um shout out to that nick. I mean, not that nigga. Oh my gosh, I don't mean to disrespect. I don't mean to say you. that either. I couldn't I think he's what is his name? I don't remember. I don't remember. Sorry, I got a bad memory. But I remember you. ADHD things. I had an ADHD moment. I had an ADHD moment. But he is a fan of Larry and Lionel. He said he came to the Philly show and everything, and that's how he saw us. He mm-hmm. watched the episodes with us. And, mm-hmm. like, that really means a lot to the both of us. It because, really does. Like, we be crying and throwing up. For real. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Like, all this stuff is really making me realize that I say this every episode, but we're really on the right path. We have community impact. But you know what else Scotty said to us? What? And I don't know if it was like a slip up of her just saying whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, she was like, nice meeting you. See you later. Mm. And for some reason in me, I was like, you will. 
<laughs> I didn't know she said that. Yeah, she was like, see y'all later. It's a sign. Y'all know I believe in the in the signs and like the universe and the moons and the stars. <laughs> if I have a dream about it, it's gonna come true. Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. Shout that out was to that. Exciting. Did you want to talk about the I don't wanna say the negatives of Koshikan, but we had a conversation when we was on our way home about how we felt. Co- yeah, about Koshikan and just like the creative scene in Philly in general. Um, I'm tired of talking about Philadelphia. You niggas suck. Yeah, I do. Um, cause but, I but. will say that the um the behavior has has been overarching. So we don't have to just mention the creative community in Philadelphia. Right, right. We can just talk about artists and creatives in general because mm-hmm. that experience that we had in New York was a direct reflection of what we experienced here in Philadelphia. Yeah, so. for real. Um, we had a conversation. We was on our way home from New York, and we were basically talking about how, you know how when you go to these creative events, like, most of the time, like, when they have, like, the videographers and the photographers, they take pictures of the people that are wearing, like, I guess the outrageous, like, flashy kind of things, the people Avant-garde. that are, like, dripped down and designer or they just got on like bold <clears throat> patterns and stuff like that. Just, you know, real crazy, real fashion. Like, and while I was saying, while I understand why, you know, photographers and videographers do that, because one, because of like engagement, and two, because of like, I guess like clickbait. Um, while I understand that, it kind of makes me think like when we when we only put our focus on creatives who dress a particular way, I kind of feel like it kind of leaves out the creatives who are just regular, like, regular, like, around the way people. And like, it makes us brains. feel, like, exactly, it makes us feel like, okay, maybe something wrong with me because I don't dress like this. Like, I don't ever get the cameras on me or whatever. Like, you get what I'm saying? I feel like it should be, like, a balance of both because I feel like it's, we always talk about representation, and I feel like representation even matters in the creative community. Like, people who dress regularly, why can't y'all go up and take a picture of them and post them on y'all pages? Why can't y'all do that? Because we're boring. You know, it's like we're boring to y'all, but it's like when y'all do that, again, y'all are like kind of like reinforcing this idea that creative should look a certain way. And y'all got to, you know, y'all got to rep for all different types of creatives, not just the ones who are just wearing like these spunky fashions and shit like that. Like, what about us? The ones that shop at fucking rainbow or even the fucking thrift store or just no them niggas be thrifting but they be upcycling and all that other stuff and it's like yeah y'all have time to do that shit because y'all don't work Mm -hmm. y'all don't work yeah and it it, it, is just y'all don't work they don't Kayla's so shady without trying to be yo (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry but y'all don't y'all don't work and it's a blessing for you to just be out here doing whatever mm-hmm. being able to sew some shit together at 2 p.m right but i be at my desk at 2 p.m okay i like i'm sorry like i just i i'm a creative with a nine to five like i don't have time to be doing everything that y'all be wanting us to do like i'm sorry i have an actual job i have to actually pay bills i'm not sitting around in the crib all day and that's not to say that y'all are just sitting around in the crib all day because i'm sure y'all be doing y'all creative stuff too but yeah it's just y'all like, be working I, y'all be working but it's like a bitch got bills to pay. I got an actual job. I got to wake up at 8 in the morning. Okay? 8? I be up at 5.36. <laughs> Child. And that's another thing with creatives, too. 
when y'all be throwing these events, can y'all please keep in mind the ones that got nine to fives? Because ain't no fucking way y'all having events starting at five o'clock, six o'clock. I'm just getting off of work, bitch. I'm just getting off of work. Keep that in mind, please. You know? And and, and we still got to wear business casual. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, that also translates to how 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 life is for us dating people who in the scene. <laughs> because both of us have experienced the same type of creative ass niggas who are like fashion killers and all this other stuff that really make us feel very small and I've never felt I until I started doing this shit I never felt so small in my I life I swear cause my type changed like uh, drastically this last year where I've only been liking like the creative artsy niggas but when I was dealing with the hood niggas I swear to god I was, I was a goddess like, baby no, I was a goddess <laughs> I was not experiencing the trauma that I be experiencing with y'all niggas no we was with y'all creative niggas beat, though. we was I we mean, was getting our ass I was trying to leave that part out but you know <laughs> Here go Kella. I'm sorry. I leave that we was. Out. I was getting my ass beat, but I was at the same time, I was still treated like a goddess. Y'all artsy, creative niggas. Y'all so manipulative and abusive. And y'all got away with y'all words. And y'all be gaslighting people. But you want to know something, Camry? This is what I've realized. A lot of these creative niggas be bored with the creative bitches. Like the bitches that... Um, Dress a certain way, do certain things. Go, you, know, you go in there. And stuff like that. Oh. They really don't they really don't be into them. They don't because they don't be as smart as they come off. They don't be as creative as they come off. Kelly they coochie really don't be there. they coochie don't be as good as you would expect it to be. <clears throat> so they fuck with bitches like me and Cam. In private. Mm. There's no photographs with us. There's no, oh, this is my this is my girl, this is my woman, this is my lady. It's always in private. Because we stimulate their minds. We have the degrees. We have the books. We have the knowledge. We have the actual education, <sighs> the wisdom. The personality, we have it all. We just don't have Balenciagas. We don't have Y3. We don't have... Ooh, I was about to say... I was about to say something, but I'm a... We don't... We don't have the... um. We don't have that aesthetic, the interesting aesthetic, but really, all you bitches are really good for is the clothes. You know that song? That reminds me... You know that song, Booty by Erica Badu? Yep. Hold up, I'm about to put up the lyrics real quick because this is really how it be. And honestly, I feel like a lot of creative bitches, like y'all don't be liking us because we be fucking with the same niggas. But my whole, my whole thing is... And they really like us for they, real. That's they, the crazy that, part. That, that's the crazy part. That's the crazy part. Hold up, let me pull up these lyrics. So. <laughs> like y'all really, y'all really don't fuck with the fact that we give off internally what y'all give off externally yep. like all y'all have is the clothes 
let me let me let me read these lyrics right i'm gonna read like the second no no it says this is booty by eric badu your booty might be bigger but i still can pull your nigga but i don't want him you got sugar on your pita but your nigga thinks i'm sweeter but i don't want him you know the whole encyclopedia but your nigga thinks i'm deeper but i don't want him got a whole lot of junk off in your trunk but your nigga think I'm live and I keep him crunk. I don't want him. Now, let me let me let me read the second part. Right. Your kisses might be redder. No, your kisses might be wetter, but your nigga likes mine better. But I don't want him. You got the beans and rice and the hot whole cakes. But your nigga still over here in my plate. I don't want him. You got a Ph.D. How you say this shit? Bitch. <laughs> Magna cum laude. <laughs> oh, Magna cum laude. Okay. But your nigga love me with a GED and I don't want him. Then this part is what stuck to me. This part is what stuck to me right here. You the one with all the money and he knows my money is funny, funny. But I don't want him. I don't, I don't want, want him. him. That's my whole thing. That's my whole thing. I just had to read them lyrics but real quick. I don't want Because that's what it really reminded me of. Like y'all don't be liking us because we be fucking with the same niggas. But it's like... At this point in the creative scene, I feel like we just gonna have to accept the fact that we may be fucking with the same niggas. We girlfriend in laws. It's not. It's 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 not that. Not mine serious. though. <laughs> Excluding Keller because she in a relationship. But not mine though. I wish I'm that nigga for the single would. Bitches. I wish. I wish. <laughs> what what that girl say on that TikTok? What you wish? <laughs> I wish a nigga would. <laughs> hey yo, but. That's just I, I I just can't y'all are so weird. Y'all are really weird. I'm not gonna lie. When <laughs> Kella was telling me the shit that she done went through, I was just like Absolutely not. <laughs> Even that nigga don't really know like right. the way that them bitches be treating me because mm. shaking of him. my head. Shaking and I'm not ever gonna head. sit there and like blame him for it. Like you chose up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you chose us. Now let's also talk about so before we started filming today. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> Why? Okay, so me and Kella was like standing outside, you know, waiting for Zach or whatever. Shout out to my nigga Zach. I mean not nigga, but <laughs> sorry. So while we stand outside, I'm scrolling to my phone. This girl who spam my follow. I see that she posts a screenshot of a text from a nigga that I is I am also fucking with. Now again, I'll never beef with a bitch over a nigga. But it just made me realize it kind of I looked to Kella and I said, Kella, why do every nigga I fuck with, they always fucking with a bitch that I know? I said that it's Kella, they always fucking with a bitch that I know. Like it's really crazy. And again, we all like girlfriend in laws, I guess so, or sister wives. Um, but it's just like, why I've never experienced this until, until I started fucking problem. with these creative artsy niggas. I hate, uh, and if you wonder if I hate you, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I said, I know. And what's crazy is this girl who spam my follow, we would be, she been posting this nigga for a long ass time, right? 
And I would be responding to her like, ha, 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 ha. We'll be laughing about this nigga. And it's the same nigga, y'all. I'm like, you know what? From now on, I'm not I'm not commenting on shit. Nothing. On shit. She about to I- act like me for real, baby. <laughs> for real. Because that is embarrassing. I'm nah. done. I'm done. We've been, you've, been talk, you've been fucking with the same nigga as me, and I've been laughing with you about this nigga? Well, she might have been fucking with him a little longer. That is true. That is true. And I told still, Camry... I'm just like, I'm like, listen, crazy. shit, <laughs> niggas gonna be niggas, niggas all right? Be- mm-hmm. And one thing about Big Pimp C, <laughs> <laughs> when the one nigga fuck up, get two niggas. Exactly. Okay. So, I'm currently looking for a lineup, so... I start in five. Hop in the DMs. It's yeah, one please. particular nigga I really got my eyes on, but I'm going to wait it out until I'm No, no, no. <laughs> Put your applications in. Actually, we going to post a boyfriend application, fuck nigga application on the wholesome page. Please, because I really need a lineup. Like, please. I know y'all think respond. I'm I know y'all think I'm the whore of, of out of both of us, but like I really don't be doing nothing. I'm such a lover girl. Even Kella knows this. I'm such a lover girl. You should and I really oh, shit. I shouldn't say that. What? <laughs> well, when I'm single, you shouldn't worry about you shouldn't worry about Cam. When I'm single, I'm not fucking you niggas, but I'm definitely playing chess, baby. Okay. Don't ever think you the only one. I need when I'm up. single. <laughs> Listen, Yo. to my boyfriend, please don't internalize that. It's you and me, baby. I'm talking Period. about she you. She loves you. Love. <laughs> I fucking love Yo, you. We but get me, on the other hand, I need a lineup. And this, these are the type of niggas that I like. Oh, we this we can segue into like us talking about those quizzes we took. But these are the type of niggas that I like. I like niggas who can stimulate my mind. Like I like niggas who can she talk a about. I really am. I like niggas who can talk about a range of different things. I feel like it's one thing to keep up a conversation. It's another thing to have conversations about things like the patriarchy and just like homophobia or maybe like pop culture. Um, social science. I love talking about that kind of stuff. So if you can stimulate my mind and you fine as hell, you got me. I just, those are the type of niggas I like. Now, if you don't read books and you're not well-versed in any of that shit, don't bother DMing me. But yeah, that's that's what I need. Now, touching on, so me and Kella, we took a quiz, right? We took a quiz and it was basically, um, it was called Turn On Triggers or something like that yeah. by Shan Boudreaux. And shout out to my girl Shan. We gonna be on your shout podcast. Shout out to Shan. Wait, is it Shan or Shan? Shan. Yeah. Shout out to Shan. Yeah, we not gonna be on um, there. <laughs> if we don't figure out the girl name. No. But um, basically, you answer like a bunch of questions, and it tells you like what it is that turns you on when it comes to like I guess sex or intimacy. Mm-hmm. For me, when I took my test, I got mental, which is like what I just described. I feel like I need to be mentally stimulated by you. Before we can even really get there, for real, for real. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like I ain't have experiences with men where, like, they, they're they not intellectuals at all. They're dumb as fuck. And I didn't, like, have a good time. But I've noticed that when I do have these intellectual conversations with men, before we even fuck, I do, it feels a little more passionate for me when we do have sex. So, I got mental. What did you get? I got desire. Mm-hmm. Um, only child here. 
I love when people love me. I love when people are very infatuated, enamored, in love with me. I love when people just are all about me, 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 me. My whole family loves me. Camry mm-hmm. has experienced the love that I get from my family. They fuck with me. They fuck with me heavy. And I look for that in partners. And I'm going to read you a text from my man, my man, my man that he said this morning. We was on the phone. Mm-hmm. I said, but I said, I love you. He didn't say it back. And then he didn't say it back because he was talking trash. So I said, yeah, you ain't say because you was talking trash. And he <laughs> said, you so fine. I can't help myself. I want you all to myself. LOL. Period. You just that, need that desirability aspect. That right there mm-hmm. made me want to suck the skin <laughs> off of Not this suck man. the skin. I'll I crack mean, up. Slurp his whole mm. soul <laughs> and swallow it. And that's that's how I be feeling when a nigga can just talk to me about like the patriarchy and, and anti-blackness and all kinds of stuff. All kinds of problems plaguing the black community. I be wanting to suck the fuck out of your dick. Dick and balls, yes, baby. Yes. Like, I love it. I love it. But that's my turn on. Like, I need to be intellectually, like, mentally stimulated. That's, like, directly under desire. Yeah. Because my man, my man, my man, thank you to my man. <laughs> be talking about that, too. But... I love the fact that he loves me because I be feeling the same way about him. I just mm-hmm. be wanting to devour him, be up under him. And I'm mm-hmm. not even an affectionate person. Can't we know? I be out here just thugging and bugging. Don't touch me. But I be wanting to touch him. Do you like um, sex aftercare? Like, do you? Because I know a lot of women don't like. There are some women who really don't like cuddling after sex. But I have to. Like, I had, as soon as, after we fuck, I need to be up under you. We need to be cuddling. You need to tell me that shit was good. <laughs> I've never experienced sex without aftercare. Yeah. Me, no, I'm lying. With that one nigga, he definitely was Even like my one, but... my, even my one night stands have always been. Mm-hmm. But I also have sex, I've had sex with men and women. Right. So I've never had a time where aftercare wasn't a thing. Are you awkward when you first have sex with men? Because with me, like, for me, I get very awkward sometimes, especially, like, if you're, like, super duper, duper fine. I get, like, so, I'm, like, a kid in, like, high school. Like, I just get so nervous and I get so awkward. But it's, like, the more and more I get comfortable with you, the more I'm just like, that awkwardness just leaves. Is that the case with you? No. A, because I'm not necess- I'm not necessarily like a awkward person in general. I think you've noticed that about me, that I'm just not that. I'm very awkward. I'm not. And on top of that, uh, sex, sex is where I thrive. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. Like, sexual tension and all that other stuff... I have like a very sirenous energy. Mm. Like even when I Ooh. 
I'm going to wait till you finish Like, growing up, I danced competitively, and my, like, I was, like, 12 years old, and I did a solo to Santa Baby. That's a very sexual song. Santa Baby. (laughs) Shout out to my dance teacher who did that. My mom was very upset, but I've always had sex appeal. Mm -hmm. I've always had sex appeal, which really sounds weird talking about myself in that way. But I've always been very in tune with my sexuality. I've always known that that was the the path that I was leading on. And I also understood how to use my sexuality on men very early. See, that wasn't the case for me. Because if you've been uh, listening to this podcast, you know that like um my mom was very like, slut-shamey when I was younger. So I didn't really start tapping into like, my sex appeal and so honestly like it like it slowly developed like once i got in my 20s and i got away from my mom it slowly started developing but i feel like this last year i've really been tapping into it a little bit more but i didn't always have it y'all like if you've been following me for years you know that i used to be a cringy ass bitch like (laughs) (laughs) kelly you know i used to be a cringy (laughs) i used to be a cringy ass bitch i didn't always have it so i'm just getting to that stage where like I'm developing and like I'm figuring out like where I thrive and where I fit in it for real for real I've for me like so I feel like sex appeal is like you figure out what you're most comfortable doing and then you just excel at that like Mm -hmm. not doing something that like you know isn't you I feel like does that make sense like I feel like that's sex appeal like once you figure out like what you're most comfortable with and you just master that then that that's sex appeal because like if you're trying to do something that's really not true you're going to look cringy for real, for real. Like, you're going to look, like, out of place. So, like, if I'm not comfortable, like, posting a certain picture or I'm not comfortable doing a certain pose, I'm not going to do it because it's going to look unsexy. Like, if that's a word, that's probably not a word. But I think so. I think it is. But honestly, Camry, okay, so there's a few reasons why I believe that sex appeal is something that came naturally for me. A, I always talk about this. I went to a Quaker school. I went to private school. And I went to school with a lot of rich white people. The rich, the rich white girls was... <laughs> by the time we was like in fifth grade, baby. Mm-hmm. That's just what we was doing. That's what we was out here doing. I wasn't, but they was. They was. Shot, oh, I was going to say her actual name. Never mind. <laughs> but um, so they understood sexuality at a very young age. Because yeah. a lot of them were... A lot of the girls that I went to school with had older siblings that were like in high school. Mm-hmm. My best friend growing up, she was the youngest, but her the middle sister, when we were in kindergarten, she was like 16. Mm-hmm. The eldest was like 18, so she was like in her 12th grade year when we was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And I was best friends with her, so I was around her all the time. I was at her house and all these other things, so I, I watched them. Right. As a five-year-old, I saw them. On top of that, my mom is very sexy. My mom is a very sexy woman. Shout out to Miss Charlotte. For real. Fine like, ass. I'm not going to lie. Like, my mom is very beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. a body on a beam, baby. She thick as fuck. Thick <laughs> as shit. Okay? <laughs> and my mom had this very classic beauty to her. Has this very classic beauty to her. Like, my mom... Very like she always wear a shortcut. Her nails are always like an almond shape. And that's I don't mean to cut you off, but see, that's why it makes all the difference. Because like 
I hope my mom don't watch this and get offended. But like, I did not grow up with women who were comfortable like being sexy, like being like comfortable in their sexuality, like embracing it. I did not grow up seeing that. So as I got older and I started navigating adulthood and my sexuality, I was learning it all on my own for real. I was learning it on my own. Now, granted, like I've gotten better at kind of mastering it. I'm still an awkward bitch. Don't get mm-hmm. don't get it fucked up. I'm still an awkward ass bitch, no matter what y'all see on the internet. But um, I ain't had that growing up. My 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 mom. I've never seen her embrace her sexuality. Like never. Like she never wanted to. Like I don't know, wear something sexy or. Oh like, yeah, my mom would like. She. I remember this one time. I forget. I forget when it was, but Patty Bell was like at the BET Awards or something singing, and she had her legs and they were like glistened or something. Oh, period. And my mom was like, I bet she used Vaseline, and my mom like. Like, would lather up in Vaseline and make sure her legs, like, she would shave her legs and make sure they would shine. <laughs> and, like, my mom did the, like, my, oh, my gosh. I remember my mom was going to this, like, gala or something like mm-hmm. that. And she put on, like, this shapewear that, like, cinch. My mom has a small waist anyway, mm-hmm. but it's cinched yes, her waist. Yes, she does. And then, like, it's, like, set her boobs up. And she made sure that it was, like, enough cleavage sewing. My mom always, when we got, when she got ready, she would let me watch her do her makeup mm-hmm. every week my mom would paint my toenails and paint my fingernails like my mom took time she would never like she she always made sure that my feet were done my nails were done or at least painted she she took the time to be like okay Kayla this is what I feel as a woman I mm-hmm. should do this is what I do as a woman, and I want you to take care of yourself that way. I I wish I'm not even like trying to talk shit about my mom. I love my mom because she did the best that she could with what she knew, even though it kind of like fucked us over in the end. So I'm not trying to come up my mom at all whatsoever. But I wish that I could have that kind of like I guess what's the word like influence growing up. I wish I could see that kind of stuff. Because I feel like if I did, I wouldn't be suffering in the ways that I suffer now. Like, we were even just talking about, like, how I, even when it comes to dating, like, I'm not going to lie. I get so, like, what's the word, Kella? I can't think of the word. I have an ADHD moment. Damn, what is the word? <laughs> Why are you asking me I and I got ADHD, so- too? <laughs> <laughs> no, but even when it comes to dating and, and just, like, you navigating just adulthood, so- I just hyper-focused on one person. I do, and I feel like it's because, <laughs> again, me, I feel like it can also be ADHD. But I feel like it can also be contributed to just me not seeing women. And besides my mom, even, like, my aunts and my older cousins and stuff like that, me not seeing them. Yeah, I never saw that. It was I always my just mama. Like, I did not see that. And I feel like if I would have seen that shit, I, I would have been a, a pimp-ass bitch. Like, let <laughs> Don't, don't, don't get me started. Single. Don't get me started. Because I'm really a lover girl, and I know that y'all think like you know y'all y'all oh, see what I post on social media. You niggas need even, to shut up. I, I'm sure Kella even be be uh, watching my stuff on my story and be like, this bitch not even like this. Yeah, I be like, girl. I'm such a lover girl. Like I really love love. Like I really am just so cheesy and corny. Like I really am. But I'm realizing that 
I need to not take dating as serious, I guess. Because that was, I was watching Insecure, and I remember it was this one scene where Lawrence was like, Molly just takes dating so serious. And that's why Molly wasn't having success in dating. And I'm like, I just be doing shit. I'm like, am I Molly? Is that me? Am I Molly? And that's not a bad thing. I think that dating with intention. (laughs) You should always date with intention. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think it depends because even right now, Kella, like I don't even when it comes to dating men, I don't necessarily know what I want right now. Figure that out. I don't know what I want. Yeah. But figure figure that part out and it'll be easy. Camry, ever since you've been following me and we've been and we've like been friends and everything like that, I've always been very clear about me wanting a husband, wanting children. Wanting to be married. But I don't even know. I don't that. know what the fuck I want. So can So it's like at this point, I feel like I've just been like going with the flow. No, 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 no. Because no. I don't, but Cam. Kella, how, what am I supposed what? to do? I don't even know what I want, y'all. I don't Cam. know. This is what I keep on trying to tell Cam. Figure it out first. Figure it out first. Figure what you want out first and then date. One thing about it is, I ain't ever, 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 I will never, ever date someone Mm -hmm. who is not in alignment with what I want. But I don't know yet. Like, I can't force myself to know and I don't know. Everybody figures things out at different paces. But that's what I'm saying. But I made very... I've always I've been consistent in how I am and who I am. Mm-hmm. If you ask anybody that met me when I was twelve, they will say that the same the same things that I want in life and the things that I love and and everything is is congruent with what I'm doing right now. If you ask my family, oh, the way that I dress, the way that I talk, the way that I walk, the things that I like, I've always been the same. You can see I, I always had sunglasses see, on. I always I, had my belly for me, out. Kella, everything always switches up with me. Like, I don't, like, a year ago, I was like, I want to be in a relationship. Now, this year, I'm like, I don't know if I want to be in a relationship. And it changes for me every year. So I just don't know how to go about, like, figuring out what I want with these men that I'm dealing with. I don't even know. To the point where I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to say settling because it's like, I'm getting what I want too. But it's just, it's to the point where I'm just like, fucking these niggas like i'm fucking y'all yes because like i don't know what i want i really don't know honest moment here what what ends up happening with cam especially (laughs) she about to eat me the fuck up she about to eat me the fuck up i just know it she'll have an experience with a nigga it's not the most savory relationship or situationship or anything and she's like i'm done with these niggas (laughs) Right? <laughs> and then some nigga that looks the fuck good come. Oh my gosh! And she be like, ah, she eat me the fuck up. Suddenly I can't hear or see or remember anything I, I ever said. I can't I'm blind. Sister really is the soundtrack <laughs> to life, bro. We should have never talked about that BBL. <laughs> Why but Kella like, eating me up like this? Like, so she, oh. so she just be like, okay, on to the next nigga. Because she can't let a fine nigga pass. There's been plenty of fine niggas that I just let. 
Because I didn't, I didn't know. That's well, there's my, a lot of fine niggas that I passed mainly because I was in a relationship. That's my problem. Like, yeah. if a nigga is fine, like, if you fine as hell, I will let you get away with anything. Anything. Like, you can tell me, like, the craziest fucking lie. You can do you can say the sky is red. Shit. And because you so and fine. Be like, yeah, because he said the sky red. Because you so fine <laughs> and you look good while telling me these lies. I'ma just eat it the fuck up. I'm gonna be like, you know what? That's okay. why I don't like when we and like. Maybe I need to start. Should I start dating medium ugly men? No. What? The I don't. Fuck? <laughs> she said I no. Ain't all this that. is why she's my friend because we like fine <laughs> niggas. I can't do the medium ugly, so I think I need to unpack this in therapy. Because why do I let fine men get away with everything? Cause I'm not gonna lie, I don't like. I ain't take them seriously, but I don't dealt with some medium ugly men. And I'm a lot of shit they be doing. I don't be letting them get away with it because it's like you're not fine enough for this. You're not. And yeah, if I ever stop fucking with you, it's because you wasn't fine enough. Literally, literally, like I, I just let fine men can y'all can take me through everything, and I just I'm being so vulnerable on here. I know y'all might laugh, but I really need to unpack why I'm like that. I really do because it's like. It's crazy. It's insane at this point. It really is. <laughs> and recently, me and Killer was just talking about this. Ever since we started this podcast, we, well, it's been some fine ass men. It has. It's been some fine, <laughs> it's been some fine ass men that's been popping up. I remember in previous episodes, I was saying like, Oh, like, I don't be coming across no fine niggas no more. Now, y'all are everywhere. Y'all are everywhere. Don't talk to me, though. (laughs) Right, don't talk to her, because she in a relationship. But now... They don't be giving a fuck. They don't. (laughs) Y'all is everywhere. Y'all are disrespectful. It's a few of y'all niggas. It's a a few of y'all niggas where I'm just like... Every day I see y'all on my timeline, or every now and again... And I'm just like, he is hmm. fine as hell. We be sending y'all in the group chat. We really do. It's a <laughs> no, we really do. It's some of some of y'all niggas, we be sending y'all in the group I chat. Be trying like, to put, I be trying to put I'm not gonna lie, I be trying to put y'all on. I be sending y'all in the group chat like somebody. Somebody, uh-huh. please. And tell me how y'all it is. be fine as fuck. Oh my God. I'm like, it's like, I ain't gonna lie, it's like 10 niggas on my hit list. There's 10 niggas on my hit list that I need to fuck before the end of the year. Girl, you got a couple months. <laughs> I got a couple months. A nigga I'm a, a week. I'm going to fuck all of y'all. I promise. <laughs> Let me stop for they, for they fucking attack me again. I'm going to fuck all of y'all. I, I promise. Here. I'm coming for blood. I don't give a fuck if you I got hope, a bitch And either. I hope you niggas don't try to DM either of us trying to ask oh which one is it because guess what you're going to get your feelings hurt because it's always the niggas that don't respond that be the ones that we talking about yeah so we if you think we talking about you we is actually not talking nah. about you nope. nope we ain't nope <laughs> we ain't talking about y'all we not talking about you. i like fine niggas like, both of us, like, fine niggas. And when I say fine, I mean, like, Tupac kind of fine. Mm. Like, that is the fine I'm talking about. I'm not talking about medium, uh, no. I like fine men. That Those are the only men that I deal with, for real, for real. I mean, mm. I might 
I might fuck around with a medium ugly nigga, but it's never going to be serious. Like, I'm never going to be head over heels for you. Like, never. Never. Because I'm fine and I feel like I deserve a fine man. For real. And I feel like girls that date medium ugly men are doing a disservice to themselves. For real. And and it's even fucked up to, like, the other person, too, because it's like you don't find them attractive. So it's like, what are we really... It's like deception. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if your dick is big, you probably (laughs) get a little more fine. Hey yo, <laughs> I mean that is true. Sometimes the dick make them a little bit oh more attractive. God. You'd be like, oh my god, he fine as hell, mm. just because his dick is big. Yeah, I don't know. Shout but, out to my man, because at least you fine ooh, and you got a big dick. I got a oh topic I want to talk about. So recently, I created a Pornhub account. Now on this Pornhub account. Wait, wait, wait! I'm about, Why I'm about, no, wait, I'm about to get, in, I'm about to get to the point. I created a Pornhub account because I be tired of like bookmarking like porn videos that I really like. So now I have a Pornhub account and I just put them in playlists. They're in categories. So I got one playlist where it's like, you know, eating coochie videos. Then I got one playlist where it's like backshot videos. Then I got one playlist where it's like missionary <laughs> videos. Then I got one playlist where it's like. Um, masturbation videos and it's all ebony of course but it's like it's so convenient it's so convenient Kella because you don't gotta bookmark the shit like now I just log in all my favorite videos is right there and I feel like y'all should do that more often y'all should do that y'all should create porn hub accounts y'all favorite porn sites y'all need to create accounts so y'all can like save everything right there and you don't gotta bookmark everything on your phone you know what I'm saying <laughs> I'm going to sound real crazy when I say this. I watch myself. <laughs> That's not crazy, though. That's not crazy. Me and my nigga be fucking. <laughs> mm. I want to start recording. And I be dropping the videos in the chat. My new sex partner, I, I want to record it with him. I don't know if he's going to watch this. But, like, if you are watching this. Well, we got just... to get less nervous first. Yeah, cause I be nervous. I yeah, be y'all nervous. Both, y'all, yeah, y'all both got it together. Yeah, Me I be my nervous. Nigga from the from the very beginning, we was like, <laughs> yes. I mean, we be fucking, we be making movies. Oh my god, Kella sent her fucking sex tape in the I group chat. I be sending them. I said, Kella, please. I don't want to see. I don't want to see my best friend getting fucked. Like, I don't want to <laughs> see that shit. I said, Oh my god, <laughs> my eyes. I don't want to see this shit. Like, to Yo. everybody else in the group chat, it's all cool and dandy, but for me, they love like, watching me. I be around Kella all the time. I they don't want to see that shit. Me. I be like, Kella, please, especially my bitch. Well, I'm not going to say your name, but you know who you are. She said she was going to be her me. <laughs> Shout out to you. Yeah, Shout out know. to you. Meet beatable content. I have not watched not one video Killer has sent in the chat because I'm like, I'm not watching this. Like, this is crazy. You should. No, I'm not it's watching beautiful. this. She's insane. I'm not watching it. I be dropping the tape, baby. She really and I do. Be, I be dropping just little clips, like a 30 second clip, <laughs> a, a minute clip. But uh, to the group chat, everybody in the group chat if you want the full length videos cause we got a lot of them ah! <laughs> I will gladly send it to y'all when she said that she was gonna be her meat I felt so good meat so beatable content <laughs> babe if you watch this 
you know that we really well he already said he was like yo bro like we really be we really be doing it i he wouldn't was, know because i don't watch it he was like he was like what if we both get on and then like niggas find our sex tape or something like that would you be embarrassed i said absolutely not i look good you look I good i feel like i can't make a sex tape because my tattoos it's, it's gonna be so obvious that it's me like First of all, the red hair, the tattoo going down the side of my my left leg. And like, I told her, fuck it. That's why me. when y'all be trying to tell her that she a whore and all that other stuff, it never makes sense to me because <laughs> I be the one that be like... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Y'all be, be the, the fuck out of me. I be like... I be chilling. It's just because you be talking shit. I do. I be talking shit. And like you said, my voice does carry. It really does. And like, I'm just very bold and unapologetic. But like, as much as y'all demonize me, I don't even be, I don't even be doing shit for real. For I'm really a lover. I be putting the battery in her nigga, back. She do. Once I fuck one nigga, it's like I'm stuck on that nigga. And then Kella be having to tell me like, no, Cam, get your lineup. Get your lineup up. Now, let me just say, I don't be telling her to fuck all the lineup. Now. Oh, no. I be like, get you a nigga for each thing. Yes. Dick, food, <laughs> money, conversation. She definitely <laughs> And my dumb ass, I'm such a lover girl. That's I'm... a that's five. Oh. That's a five. That's a that's a starting five. Mm-hmm. Dick, conversation, money, car. Okay, four. <laughs> Yo, she really do be y'all. Yeah, y'all, y'all call me the whore. I'm just like. Now, like I said, I don't be like when I'm single. Yeah, I don't be fucking them. Mm-hmm. Okay, Real shit. I actually don't be fucking any of them. I be fucking one nigga at a time. Yeah, one nigga like, at I a time. Can't, for me, I cannot personally. I cannot fuck multiple niggas. If I'm fucking you, I'm it's only just fucking you. you. I'm not fucking nobody else. Like I'm not. But um, when it's just me and you and we single. I mm-hmm. am. And unless you tell me I want to date ex- exclusively, mm-hmm. don't assume you the only nigga. Right. Don't. Ever. Don't ever in your motherfucking life think that... Um, Why this nigga just texted me? Who? Quest? Mm-hmm. Tribe. <laughs> nigga. My bad, y'all. <laughs> <sighs> He's like, so fine. Don't don't in your don't ever in your life think that you the only nigga if you didn't ask me to be exclusive or to be your girlfriend. Right. Don't ever in your life. Once my nigga asked me, yo, I just want us to be talking to each other. Mm. Camry knows. I was like, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. What Keller really inspires me, though. Like I ain't gonna lie, I feel like a lot of times in female friendships, like they want you to be like. A lot of female friends don't really hold their friends accountable. They don't be calling them out on this shit, Keller. Even if I hate it in the moment, and I'm just like this fucking bitch, she gonna be like, Kim, no, like you're doing too much. And I love that for me. Even even if in the moment I don't like it, I love that. She hates to hear the truth when she mad. I hate to hear it, but it's like I be needing to hear it. Like, Killa made me realize a lot of things about myself, and I'm like, I'm happy that she's here because I would just be living in the Lululand if she did not exist. Yeah, especially when we speaking <laughs> with them other bitches. They did not give a fuck. They didn't they tell really you about didn't. your... They didn't 
tell you about yourself no. until they was mad at you. And that's one exactly. thing I'll never do. Exactly. Kimberly. Like, I will never be like... Kelly be like, Kim, you're crazy. Kim, you're being delusional. Kim. <laughs> and I be hating it. I'm here. I be needing to hear and it. And you know what's crazy? I already know that she not going to like what I'm going to say. But I said, I'm going <laughs> to say it anyway. And she going to get over it because she just do. What she do is just ignore me for a couple of days. <laughs> and then she'll text me when she ready. And I'll be like, well, she'll be back. Yo, I'm Because I don't up. give a fuck. Because I'm not here to be liked. I'm here to be your friend. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't care if you don't like me in the moment. You'll always love me. Because that's the thing in friendships, not even just friendships, but any kind of relationship, period. You're not going to like them sometimes. Like, you're not going to like them. Like, they might say something, you're like, I don't like, I don't like the fact that she said this. And I'm going to say it. But you still got to, you still, you still got to say those things. And that's why I be saying, like, I, I personally feel like my friendship with Kayla is like my first, like, actual adult friendship. Because my other friends before in the past, they wasn't doing that type of shit. Yeah, they was talking shit about you. They wasn't. They was just like letting me. They was talking shit about chaotic, and I'm just like, yeah, Kayla, she don't let that fly. No, yeah, because I will never sit there and let you embarrass yourself. No, one thing that I noticed when I came in, because I came in last, she did. One thing I noticed is that they let Camry do the absolute most, and that to me was a red flag. I said, yeah. oh yeah, them bitches don't like her. Yeah. And I told Camry that. I said, they don't like you. Mm-hmm. And then it came out that they actually really did not like Thanks. her. So now I have to ask you, and you can be very honest on this podcast because this podcast is about being very vulnerable and transparent. So I don't mind any critiques that I get. But how would you think that, how would you describe me as a friend? Me? Mm-hmm. Well, well me as a friend to you. I think that you're the same. The way that I am with you. You be like, I'm not going to lie, Kay. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I be like, oh, I think I think the difference between you and I mm-hmm. is that I don't push back. Yeah, she don't. And I don't get mad. She be so raw with it. I be like. I be like, oh, well. flames in my fucking head. I bet she did not just say this to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, but I'm gonna accept it. Like for me, like when she says certain things, I'm just like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like I don't, I don't like be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, cause and I'm like, but you don't understand. I never do that. I just be like, oh, right, okay, <laughs> well, I guess that needs to change. Yeah, and if it's like. If it is, like, personal, like, oh, you made me feel this way, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I'm very dramatic, and Kayla lets me be dramatic. And then yep. after I'm done being dramatic, she'd be like, bro, never yeah, again. I let, yeah, never I, let, again. I, let, I let her get it out. <laughs> she'd be like, because I just feel like, and I'm like, okay, can I speak? Yeah, that was that was real crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Like, that even, all right, we're not going to get into detail, but, like, even at that event with Darian, I was being so dramatic. Like, and Kelly just let me get it all out. I was being so dramatic. And then, like, after the fact, she was like, Kim, I'm never listening to you again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never listening to you again, bro. Like, never. I'm such a dramatic-ass bitch. Like, I really am. I try not to be. I really really do try but it's like i don't know something don't go my way or something not going the way i want it to go i'm just like 
<sighs> Here come the tears. <laughs> and Kayla just let me be dramatic. I just be like, okay. Well. That's what I would need in a partner, too. Somebody lets me be dramatic. But then after the fact, they'd be like, all right, bro, you was doing too much. Like, <laughs> But I don't just say, like, yeah, you doing too much. The one thing that I do admire about myself mm-hmm. is that I give solutions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you feel this way. So the, here, here is the way you can go about this. And she points out patterns. She points out patterns. I feel like... <laughs> Like, you did this last time. <laughs> Don't you think you should do something else? No. She really do me. <laughs> she be hitting me the fuck up and I be like. <laughs> you usually sitting there with your arms crossed. <laughs> Not the arms crossed. I'd definitely be doing that. I'd be like, like. But I just feel like, and I'm like, we're not talking about feelings. We're talking about truth. Truth. There's the difference between how you feel and what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. And I just. Like, because I don't believe, I believe in delusion when it comes to things like success. Right. Right. I don't believe in delusion when it comes to anything else. I ain't gonna lie, yo. I be delusional. Like, again, like, I always talk about being delusional when it comes to success. But sometimes I do be a little delusional. Camry is just delusional, period. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. But see, I hate that I'm about to admit this, but it's like... This is our podcast, and I want you to see my growth as we continue with the podcast over the years. So I'm going to say this. Like, sometimes I do be a little bit delusional over niggas. I really do be. Mm-hmm. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's okay. I can admit that. That's where the self-awareness comes in. I can admit that. I be a little delusional sometimes. Who the fuck cares, man? What? Like, what? Like, it, it's one thing about it is, like, being delusional over niggas makes it Way more fun to be with niggas because you niggas are that is also true because I'm not gonna lie, me being delusional over niggas like I done had the time in my life sometimes with some niggas even if we ain't work out I I got some stories I got some Great stories ones. that I still ain't even telling this podcast but um it be making shit fun it be adding shit to the plot you know yeah it really do I'm be. not the type of bitch to add shit to the plot <laughs> I don't do that fuck y'all. <laughs> Kim <laughs> was like, my feelings hurt. I be like, damn, this hurt shit hurts. Fuck them. <laughs> like, so and I, like- I always the thing that the thing that I think Cam hates the most is that I actually ask her to give me a reason why she feels that way. Oh my god, I hate and I hate having to tell it, but like it's it's so needed. I'm just like it's so needed. Okay, so you feel this way? Why? <laughs> and she'd be sitting there like <laughs> and I was like why because I, sh- I want you to tell me I want you to say it out loud because as soon as you say some shit out loud you be like wow that shit sound real crazy no it really do be sounding crazy because it's like again like I don't be mad at bitches for fucking with the same nigga that I fuck with it just be like if, and if you're not in a creative scene, you probably not gonna understand it. But it's just like, why is it always somebody that it I have like to be the creative be cool scene? With? What it is is that Camry wants every person to ever come across her to be in love. Stop! Stop! <laughs> in 2.5 seconds. And the and the craziest thing about it is, um, especially when we talk talk amongst like the rest of our friends mm-hmm. like 
it's like <laughs> well, I feel like I knew what it you seemed like it seemed like everybody like be making headway uh-huh. with shit, uh-huh. and you be like, we get to square two, and then we back to square one, <laughs> and you be like, what? <laughs> and I'm just like, I be trying to tell Cam, I'm like, you seeing the end product for a lot of us, mm-hmm. like especially the ones, the people that are in relationships in our group chat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, a year ago, I was not in this specific space. You got to remember that. Right. I wasn't, I wasn't where I'm at right now. Right. You think that it should take week one, <laughs> he fall in love, <laughs> week two, week in relationship. Because I swore I wasn't like that until I really looked at like the, the pattern and like the niggas that I done dated. And I was like, I really do expect niggas to fall in love with me in one week. Because mm-hmm. why and not? Now, I just, now. and that's, that's kind of where like, because I'm very cocky when it comes to me and my being. I might have my insecurities sometimes, even about my looks or anything like that, but I'm very cocky in like who I am and my core. And I feel like that's kind of like the downside of it. Like, since yeah, I'm so like, cocky. You should really know that I'm really I, Exactly. Bitch. I be feeling like you need to fall in love in seven days. You and need to fall so in love. it's funny because I remember when we first, like, when we first, like, started becoming closer and everything like that. And mm-hmm. I was talking about my ex and how, like, all right, I met this nigga on Saturday. By Thursday, he told me he loved me. And then we was in a relationship by Friday. Uh-huh. And you were like, I just feel like it should be like that for me. (laughs) (laughs) Because it should. Like, why would you not love me? I was like, Camry did it last, though. (laughs) And you were like, y'all was together for like three years. Y'all was about to get married and everything. (laughs) And I was like, but did it last? Like, right, right. About whether it lasted or not. Everything is like, I've I've come to relax. Even my therapist pointed the same shit that should be pointing out to me. She was like, good things really take time. And you know what's crazy? People tell me I should be a therapist all the time. And right now, when Camry doesn't talk to her therapist, I notice that she talks to me. <laughs> she said, she might talk to her other friends for like, yeah, you right. But when she actually needs sound advice, she comes to me. <laughs> no, Rush. Maybe like, I'm in the wrong profession. Maybe I think that she is, y'all. I think that she is. She needs to like be a therapist. That's what she, that's the her thera- calling. The therapist at my job told me the same thing. Mm-hmm. She told me that I need to be a therapist. She mm-hmm. was like, Kayla, you pick up on a lot." Because when things. she just asked me an hour ago, "Well, why does that make you mad?" I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Now, why are you asking these questions?" She be mad at me for asking questions that we don't need. We don't need to know the answers to these questions. Okay, just go with the flow. Like, let's just. Uh, She want me to be like, yeah, bitch. That's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I want. Uh No, I'm not ever going. I'm. I'll never be Cam. Yes, man. I'll never (laughs) do that shit. I'll never do it. Because, like, what is that doing for you? I be needing it though. I really do be needing it. I'm just like, but you know what? With every guy that I date. I'm starting to realize certain things that I like and I dislike when it comes to men. And we love that for you. Yeah. I, we was just talking about this in the group chat. I'm like, you know what? Even if the guys that I've dated before didn't really work out, I've learned something from each of them. Like with Wizard Kelly, I learned that I really like affection. 
Like, I really, I'm heavy on affection. I, I love that shit so much. So, um, if you're not affectionate, please stay at her den. No, for real. I love affection. Like, I want you to, like, grab with me all the time. Like, I want to be sitting in your lap in public, like, all day. Like, that's, I love affection. Um, With Bob, I realized that I really do, like, intellectual conversations. Oh, I fucking hate that. <laughs> Kayla oh, hate him, God. but no, I really, I really do like intellectual we conversations. We saw him somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Father God in the name. <laughs> it took everything in me not to beat the shit. <laughs> Cause yo, when he was talking to me, I could see. Cause Kayla was sitting behind me, I could see in like my peripheral. I'm like, Kella is me mugging the shit out of this nigga. She me mugging the shit out of him. I will never, ever respect you, ever. I will never respect you. <laughs> I think you literally are the scum <laughs> of the earth. I think that you are literally the worst thing that God ever thought to create. I think that you she are really don't like below nigga. hell. Mm -hmm. I think that it's Lucifer and then it's you. I think that you are worse than the she... bridge troll from Dora. So you hate him more than Wizard Kelly? I don't really I hate Wizard know. Kelly. I just think that he's dumb as shit. He's dumb. But you hate Bob more. Because Bob is a bitch. <laughs> Bob, I don't be talking about you. It be Kella. She don't like you. Bob is a bitch. A mm. bitch ass nigga, your bitch made. I wish that you never even oh my God. crossed <laughs> the the path of my best friend because you really are a piece of dirty stinking shit. And I hope to God that you know oh every single time I look at you, <laughs> I think trash. I think oh my you God. deserve to be in the fucking sewer and I pray that you get right with God because you are the biggest piece of shit I've ever met in my motherfucking life. I think that you literally cosplay you as gunshot. someone that thinks that they are something special and you are absolute nothingness. You will never ever make it in life until you start being who the fuck you are, which is a fucking horrible human being. I do not like you. Do not speak to me. I hate the fact that you even look my way every time you even we even come across you. And you you never and it's never when you have a retwist. At least when you get a retwist, talk to me. Oh but you God. don't. You just make me look at your ugly stinking face. Oh my God. Kill her. Stupid bitch. I hate you. That was a minute drag. <laughs> and nobody bought the fucking book. No one bought it. Oh my God. She going there. <laughs> Stupid ass. Hey nigga. yo. Hey fucking yo. But you know, y'all. You went to you. Oh, oh God. Oh. Y'all, do not date creative niggas. Don't do it. I won't say all that, but I'll just say pick pick wisely. You know why I be liking creative niggas though? I've this is why I like creative niggas. I've realized that with a lot of them, so with black dating black men, period, it's a little bit more difficult trying to find black men who are not like homophobic, stupid, stupid um, 
and just like ignorant all around. But, ooh, my bad, y'all. I found that when I've dated the artsy creative niggas, they're a little bit more... Less stupid. Less stupid. Um, They're more intellectual, even though some of y'all is really dumb as shit. But for the most part, like, they're a little bit more intellectual and they under- they're not, like, homophobic. They're not, like... They're a little they more... They do be, but they just don't be to us because they be wanting to fuck and they already know that, that, is, that we don't You like know what? That. That's also true. Now I can't even make my point because that's that's true. Niggas just be wanting to fuck for real, for real. But <laughs> um, I've, 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 I have found a few that have not been as homophobic as niggas that like I used to deal with before I was conscious. Um, So I feel like that's why I've been so like attracted to creative men. Like they have more of that, um, what's the word? Like, they have more of that intellect, I guess. And it's easier for me to have, like, certain conversations with them about, like, even music or books or just, like, pop culture. Like, whereas the niggas that I was dealing with before, like, the hood niggas, they ain't have no shit to talk about. <laughs> they ain't have shit to talk about for real, for real. But So I think that's why I've been so attracted to them. Like, I love them. I'm a whore for them. I love creative niggas. As much as I sit up on this podcast and talk shit about y'all, I'm in love with y'all. I love y'all so much. <sighs> Even though y'all are really dickheads. I just really been dickheads. lucky. Yeah. These niggas are really dickheads for real, for real. Cameron, you just got to get your favorite one. I just got to get my favorite one for real, for real. I don't have a favorite one right now. But I'm hoping that one day I will get a favorite one. <laughs> I got my favorite one. You're so hey, nice. yo. I love you. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. <laughs> okay, another thing. Okay, so we talked about the turn off triggers quiz. Oh, wait. The sexy red sex tape. That shit was so, boring, boo. I ain't gonna lie. Like, it was, like, boring, but I'm not gonna sit here and act like I ain't had boring sex before. Like, I've definitely had boring sex. But you like, ain't recorded. Nah, that's true. Don't that's record true. just to record. That's true. I didn't record boring sex. I've never recorded boring sex. We've all had boring sex. Yeah. But that's, I mean. I don't be having boring sex now. That's why the, no, that's no. the reason why I drop every sex take by every minute. I've, <laughs> I've definitely had boring sex. But we was talking about in a group chat how, like, everybody was kind of, like, attacking her for having, like, dry coochie. Or the or, spit start. Exactly, and it's just like. Also, I don't okay. Know. I'm gonna let Kella get y'all. I'm gonna let her get y'all. Two things. Everybody has experienced dry coochie. Exactly. Every woman has experienced having BV, mm-hmm. having a yeast infection, yep. needing a little bit more help. Yep. You, unlike Rihanna. We need some lip gloss on that. Exactly. Okay. And that's why lube is your best friend. There's nothing wrong with it. Sex with me so amazing. <laughs> the only person who thinks that is you. Exactly. <laughs> that's the only person who thinks that. Exactly. Because you can be... I've had situations where I've been having sex with a nigga. And I'm very turned on. But like, especially if you've been going at it for like a long time. It's going to get a little dry down here. And that's get where lube... lube is here to help you. A spit start. A spit start ain't never hurt nobody. Actually, it do because it throws your pH. Do not spit. It does. Start. Oh, you're right. Let you're me right. tell you right. something. Spit 
from the mouth. That has a lot of bacteria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely right. You yeah, may think true. that you don't have B- BV. A lot of a lot of y'all, a lot of us have BV because we're fucking niggas and we think that certain things should be normalized and it should not. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you shouldn't get head or anything like right. that. I'm right. just saying that that saliva is really throwing you off. That's true. Also, don't let that nigga shoot up the club every single every time. Every time, no. Mainly because the pH of semen is a 7. It's alkaline. Mm-hmm. And we are acidic. We need to be at about a 4.55. Right. Don't let that nigga shoot I just, up the club every I didn't like how everybody was kind of dragging her, though. Like, oh my God, her coochie's so dry. Like, And it was. Oh, it was, but it's like... We've all had, like, them kind of moments before. I feel like everybody want to be on social media talking about some, oh, my God, I got WAP 24-7. No. No, y'all don't. I, and I and I don't care if y'all drag me for this. I don't got WAP 24-7. I, I absolutely do not have WAP 24-7. My, my coochie is not what 24-7. It is not. And it be hurting sometimes. It, exactly. It's not what 24-7. Sometimes I do be having my dry moments, and I don't give a fuck. Because I'm a woman at the end of the day. Our, like our consistency to combat that. It is lube. Uh, That's why lube exists. And Literally. then on top of that, you you bitches don't even be drinking enough water at all. Y'all don't be drinking like, y'all three liters of water today. Yeah, drink water, and that does help with the with lubrication. Like mm-hmm. actually drinking enough water because your body needs that. And if not, and then on top of that, if you don't care about chemicals and all that other stuff like that. You can use oils. Yep. You don't put fucking coconut coconut oil inside of your coochie. Like that's crazy. But you right. can yeah, lubricate. Crazy. You can lubricate the 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 labias. You can mm-hmm. actually moisturize it there, and even down to masturbating on a regular basis. Understanding your body, letting your body secrete. It makes it easier for you to get yourself primed and in the mood. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to start yourself because niggas don't be knowing what they doing. They don't be. So you need if you need your own start to like get yourself in the mood, like right before they come and stuff like that. And I'll be saying that go ahead and do that. Use a vibrator. Use a dildo. Give yourself some time. Exactly. Everybody on social media, and especially black women, they like to act like they coochie is just soaking wet 24-7. Like they've never had like a dry coochie experience. And it's like, who are y'all trying to perform for? I'm confused. The way that y'all drag Sexy Red for having a dry coochie moment and having a spit start, that's really fucking insane. It's really insane. Because a lot of things can contribute to dry coochie. Birth control, certain medications can contribute to that, maybe even stress. It doesn't mean that your coochie is trash. It just, trash. It just means that it, today just wasn't my day. It's dry. Yeah. It's fuck. Like, I don't know. Black women in their hygiene Olympics, too. That's another thing I wanted to touch on, which we'll probably talk more about in another episode because I know we kind of run out of time. But it's just like, y'all, that really stems from trauma. It really does. Y'all just be saying and doing anything. anything. The way y'all dragged her talking about some, oh, your coochie not even pink. Why would the outside of her vagina be pink? Why would sexy reds, why would the outside of her vagina be pink? 
Please, like, do y'all have sex ed? I just want to know, do y'all have comprehensive sex ed? Because why would the outside be pink? Also, it's like, like, see, red is black at the end of the day. Black. She's like in between our conversations. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah. Clearly, y'all didn't have art 101. Oh, well, art 101. I'm actually <laughs> like, a lot of y'all niggas actually paid attention to this. I'm cranking up. Y'all, y'all really didn't have like comprehensive sex at, at, at all. all. Like, because your vagina is actually, your vulva is what you see. Your vagina is actually the inside, inside. The inside of her coochie, like anybody else, just like our assholes are pink. Exactly. So the way that y'all dragged her, I didn't really fuck with that. Yes, it was a boring sex tape, but I've had boring sex plenty of times. I ain't gonna lie. We all have. Where it's just like, uh, push your dick in here. <laughs> I don't really feel like doing the most right now. Just put put that dick in here. I don't really feel like doing nothing. It's it's boring. I've had boring sex. Especially if you like fucking with a nigga for a long time. For a long time. Or if y'all not compatible. Exactly. Or if y'all don't have chemistry. Yep. Like I will say that like like me and my boyfriend have like very passionate sex, but I think it's really because we really fuck with each other. Exactly. Find your person. Mm -hmm. Because the sex is way better when you actually love the person, when you actually want to be around the person, when you actually fuck with the person. It is a lot more exciting. But if you just really just trying to get a nut, it's going to be boring. Sometimes you do have those awkward sex experiences. I've, as somebody who's had plenty of them, like, I just, sometimes I really think a nigga is fine as shit, but it's just, like, my, I'm not in, like, the mental space, for real, for real. Like, I, I'll think that I am, but I'm not. And then when we're having sex, it's just, like, uh, like, it's good, but it's, like, I'm not here. here. Like, I'm not in the moment. And it's, I've had plenty of those experiences. And I wish, like, the way that y'all tried to shame her for that and the way y'all tried to drag her for that is so fucking disgusting to me like y'all re- a lot of y'all really look like pick me's for real for real i've had boring sex plenty of times i have um really shit it's been moments where i ain't even want to do shit <laughs> we fuck i just want to lay the fuck down i don't want to do shit like i'm gonna just lay down <laughs> this shit dick right in here i don't feel like doing shit i don't even but <laughs> But, um, all right, y'all. It's about time we end this drawing. Um, Kella, you want to close it out? Follow us mm-hmm. at H E A U X S O M E Black Girl. Uh-huh. We love y'all. Subscribe to our Patreon too, because we're going to start posting yes. more content. Y'all. I promise y'all, I know that it's been a little rough, but I promise y'all, we're going to start posting more content. In we her. be depressed, bro. Like, shut up. I be depressed. I be wanting to kill myself. For so, real. Yes. We be joking about drinking bleach and <laughs> black folk being off the Ben Franklin. So, hey, yo. Um, also, follow our personals. Those mm-hmm. will be. At the bottom, yes, like the description bar. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, well, yes, Spotify Podcasts. Yep, um, that's how we get our recognition. like, comment, share, share it to your mama, your grandmama, yes, your baby daddy. Your I baby also want to. I also want to give a shout out to everybody that 
DM'd our podcast page and my personal page for all the love that y'all been showing me. Talking about some be authentic, remain you. I love it so much. Thank you so yeah. much. I really needed to we hear really that. Both love of us y'all. really needed to hear that. So I really do appreciate it. I love the fact that we and have keep on bullying her into not shutting up because fuck these niggas. <laughs> and we ain't ever going to talk about shitty mouth podcast network at all anymore. Ever again. That's this it. is the last time because I know y'all thrive off of mess. So this is our last time speaking on them. Um, thank y'all so much for the support. Thank you so much for the love. We love y'all. Damn. Yep. For real. Rebrand 3.0. <laughs> Love y'all. Period. Bye. <laughs>